Oh, shit! Born with a heart full of neutrality. The currency is blood. I hear music. The music human screams. That's how I receive it, too. What makes a man turn neutral? I taped over my Luther Vandross mix. My goodness, what singing group is that? Edible music. I tried to taste it. <laughs> but it did not work. The whoop gang band? Just close your eyes, wave your hands side to side, and you'll be just fine. Trust me, you'll fit right in. Heyo, this is Ducky here to welcome you to Genre Neutral, the only podcast dedicated to prospecting gems from the vast and mystical frontier we call music. From Brooklyn bass to Afro-punk, we absorb sound and reverberate only the dopest. Back to you, the listener. I'm at my go-to walking destination, Green Lake in Seattle, talking to local musician Johnny Hahn. Hello, Hahn. My name is Ducky. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. I'm pleased to be talking with you today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I am a street-performing piano player, and I've been playing in Seattle since July of 1986. And um, the reason why I'm at Green Lake as opposed to my normal haunt for most of that time, basically about 34 plus years at the Pike Place Public Market, is that back in July, as a result of uh, COVID concerns by the Washington State Department of Health and the governor's office, all entertainment statewide has been uh, prohibited, which also included street performing. And for many, many months, I didn't play at all. And then I heard people were street performing in various parts of the city. And I thought, well, Maybe they're not letting people perform in the market, but no one seems to care about the rest of the city. So I, <laughs> I come to Green, Green Lake all the time to, to run and, and walk for many years. And oh, yeah. Figured, well, I've always kind of thought about playing here, so I started playing here a number of months ago. And so I've been street performing a long time. I do all, mostly original music. Um, street performing is a vehicle for me to uh, express myself both musically and politically. I'm uh-huh. very much a political activist at heart who also happens to play the piano. So my, cool. uh, my lyrics are pretty much along the lines of social commentary, political satire about the quote-unquote burning issues of the day, be it militarism or yeah. corporate abuses of one kind or another, things of that nature. Very cool. Um, and are you originally from Seattle? I'm originally from Chicago. Ooh, I love Chicago. They have a very good music scene as well. True, which I was that part of when I was a kid, but yeah. 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 Um, did you go to school out there for music? I or? Went, no, I went to the University of Illinois. I was a political science major. Ah, okay. Undergraduate school. Nice. And so what uh, inspired you to use music as a platform to uh, talk about your political well, concerns? I could play piano, and I, was in, I guess you'd have to say I was inspired by the great singer-songwriters of the 60s. And, um, and the 60s in general in terms of political activism and political awakening in our society and around the world and it just was a natural fit for me to try and combine the two. Yeah, very cool. And you said you moved here to Seattle in 1986 it was? Well, I moved to Seattle. I started perform street performing in 86. I moved to Seattle in 84. Oh, okay. Nice. And did you do like any classical training for yeah, piano? Yeah, I had a classical background. Yeah. Which I can't play up iota of now but that is my background oh okay very cool and i basically learned how to regurgitate classical pieces to my teacher 
with not really understanding what I was doing well, you're at actually, a certain point and I'm going to say the mid-70s where I realized I really wanted to be a songwriter and then that's when in a very long, slow, torturous process I began to write songs and they were pretty shitty for a long time and uh, eventually some things that had a little bit more coherency to them came out of me. Aha! Right on! And so, do you you know how to read music and all that, or yeah? But I haven't I haven't tried to read music. And I can read notes, but I I haven't read music in years. Yeah. Everything I do is just popping off the top of your head. All right, I like it. I call that freestyling. Being that you have been upheaved from your location in Pike Place because of this pandemic, um, are you enjoying being here in Green Lake and performing? Are you getting good responses? I love Green Lake. I've always loved Green Lake. Again, I've I've been coming here for years just to enjoy the nature in the middle of the city. The first few months that I started street performing here, when we were in the throes of the pandemic, and there were very few places in Seattle that you could call anything, anything even vaguely resembling normal, Green Lake was one of them oh in yeah. terms of people who have been running here and walking here throughout the pandemic. And the people here, when I first started playing, were hugely appreciative. It was oh just yeah. like... They knew sure. me. A lot of people who've been in Seattle a long time remember me from playing at the market, and they were just so pleased to see me here, and I was received really, really well. In the last few months, um, my um, success, shall we say, from a business perspective has yeah. diminished dramatically. I think between more and more of our city and society opening up, people are doing other things than coming to Green Right. Lake. And I think of the people who are continue to be regulars here, I think... I won't say they're sick of me, but I think they kind of have begun to take me for granted to some extent. I'm kind of like Ooh, the yes. nice trees. I so was worried been, that might happen. It's been less successful from a perspective of, uh, you know, making a living. But I am, will be, am and will eternally be grateful to the folks here at Green Lake who've been appreciative of what I do because... If it hadn't been for Green Lake, I would have been playing other places around the city, which I played a handful of other places before I played here, yeah. post not being able to play at the market, and none of them were very successful. So, Oh. So uh, what other areas, like Ballard? I or? played uh, downtown Ballard. I played uh, the corner of 34th and Fremont Avenue North, right by the Fremont Bridge. Oh, yeah. I've played um, outside the Ballard Trader Joe's. Um, there were always a handful of people who appreciated me, but it wasn't, it was not, sustainable financially to keep playing those places yeah so well as a green lake regular myself i would have to say that i am immensely appreciative of you performing here on a regular basis um i recently moved Thanks. back to seattle because of this pandemic and i would walk this like two or three times a week with friends and family to you know get out of the house and uh never heard you before and once i started seeing you perform here on a regular basis it was like the peak of my walk every day wow, and it you know it inspired me and made me hopeful that this pandemic could you know bring about some change and uplift our spirits yeah. amongst all of the pain yeah. so that's why i had to meet you and chat with you and get to know more about you well, thanks. um and now knowing that you have this sort of politically charged uh background for music and getting your opinion out I'm even more intrigued. So I have to ask, is there any political agendas or messages that you have grown out of this pandemic or have sort of... Oh, just your garden variety um, ranting and railing about the staggering abusiveness and cruelty 
That's a good one. That's a pretty strong one. And I've written two songs specifically on that subject and one that's a spin-off of that subject as well since the pandemic. So yeah. um, it's just, uh, it feels like an absolute miracle that Biden won. That was... That yeah. he, they were able to pull that off just... It really seems like a miracle. I, I just, I, I was hopeful, but I was also as scared shitless that oh yes that asshole was going to win again. Um, well, is there any other genres of music you play besides like classical or your own original stuff? Or uh, basically, my heart in my heart of hearts, I'm a rock and roller. Even though I don't sound like it, that's the energy that motivates me. That's the music that I love to listen to. Okay, nice. So um, I do poor cover versions of. A, a couple of Dylan songs and a Grateful Dead song or two. Are you looking forward to live music coming back here? At the well, I'm looking forward to live music to go hear other people and yeah. because everybody I know is dying to hear live music in That's venues true. again. Um, yeah, so, but as far as... I have um, not been very successful in getting hired by venues to perform. Ah. And there's a certain point where the rejection quotient is so unrelenting that I, I pretty much stopped trying to get gigs. So occasionally I get hired for private parties. Oh, okay. And I play occasional um, festivals. I used to play all the festivals in Seattle and um, I would say just about every one of them has become user unfriendly for street performing. I played Folklife, U District Street Fair, both. Barbershoot definitely became user unfriendly yeah. decades ago. They're just super loud, very expensive. Um, I played there a handful of times my earliest years in the late 80s and had a couple of really wonderful experiences there and then um, the amplification of their outside stages became too much Yeah. and I also think there was a certain um, kind of um, what I would call stimulation quotient baseline there was such that someone playing solo unamplified acoustic music was just not very interesting to people who were there coming to see their right, preferred the big band. favorite bands. Yeah. Which makes perfectly sense. Because I, I went there to see bands. I loved going to see the bands that used to play there. Folk Life, it's a completely different story, and it would be more than you want to hear, so I, w I don't want to <laughs> go into it. And okay, fair the enough. The new districts, uh, for different reasons, also became just really difficult to perform at. So, But I'm super grateful. I, again, I played both of those festivals, Folk Life and New District, and they were on Back to It, Back Weekends each of them more than 20 times. Very and cool. We're both wonderful community events, um, which was fun for me artistically to be at those events, but also because it was a place to gather with your like-minded folks, be it crafters or people who did the food booths or oh, yeah. you know other musicians or just friends who live in the area would go to these events every year. They were signature cultural defining touchstones for Seattle, for me. Agreed. And a lot of people. And um, once bumper shoots started going all mainstream, I was very concerned that eventually the same thing would happen to yeah. folk life and all the other cool hippy dippy art festivals that Seattle right. is so well known for. It's a bit of a bummer, but yeah, we yeah. still, you know, we still have a community. They're all here. wonderful events, yes. and for people who have been here not that long, they have no basis of comparison, so they wouldn't even know what I'm talking about. That's true. Um, but it's but that's also analogous to. But this could be another long conversation about which I've written a dozen songs, which is just the whole trend of the moneyfication, the wealthification of Seattle, the Californiafication of Seattle. Nice. Um, right. Just where basically the real estate industry and the software companies have taken over the city and they've bought off all the politicians. Even the good politicians in one way or another have been bought off by 
by those dynamics. Definitely. And it's made everything very, very difficult. Everything is just being torn down and replaced by cookie-cutter apartment buildings oh, yeah. to house the, the, the software developer young folks moving here who are wonderful people. They tip <laughs> me. They're nice to me. They're brilliant. I wish I had half their smarts. Right. But that, you know, Bezos and Gates and Allen have transformed the city in a way that suffocated everything else. Yeah. And they just have. It's not subtle. It's overt. And oh, it's criminal. Yeah. It violates the spirit of anything associated with a democratic society. Ah, uh-huh, so yes. That is a good point. Yeah. It's like money talks. And really, that's the way it goes. Yeah. That's and money's always talk, but it's just—it's so extreme now that it's just taken it to this obscene level of disenfranchisement and um, and dignity stealing paradigm for a lot of people who live in this area. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would agree I mean, with that. I w- I'll, I'll normally, I say I work at the market, and very few of the people I know who work at the market can afford to live in Seattle anymore. They've all moved to outlying areas. Oh wow. Just for example. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that scenario plays out all over the region where all these people who lived here for decades and just when Seattle was just this really cool, warm, friendly, smart, yeah. environmentally conscious city have now been, been pushed out. Yes, I agree. I feel like Seattle sort of sold out because of these big-name tech companies and now we're adjusting and some of us are okay with it. Other of us are a little enraged, like you or I. Yeah. yeah. And now we find outlets like playing the piano or doing a podcast to sort of get our opinions out and let people know that there's plenty yeah. of frustration out there still yeah. in regards to these changes. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, very cool. Uh, well, I like your message. These are, these are little tirades that I have. This is not the first time I've given voice to them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well... Um, do you ever collaborate with other musicians? Nope. I'm not really that good at um, playing other people's music and uh, with doing my own there's like you can't compare me to right, if I'm doing a decent quality version of song X, Y, or Z so it's you know it's like I would love to play the music that I love to listen to but I've never been very good at it so I've opted for my own little for your weird own. my own weird little thing Nice. With that said, do you have like a name for your genre of music? No. No. All right. Just uh, singer, songwriter, piano player. Yeah. Political music. Political music. I like it. With with um, some lengthy instrument instrumental um, uh, improvisational pieces thrown in. Nice. Woven between the songs somewhat. Well, and that's why I brought up the asking if you played uh, any other genres of music because. Often when I listen to you play and I watch your improvisation, it reminds me of like old school jazz and blues. So I was like, oh, maybe he like oh, yeah, grew well, up okay. playing jazz. To that extent, you're right. I do play other genres. But yeah. I was hoping to, yeah, maybe record you doing at least maybe one more song. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, if you'd like to say anything to the audience. Um, I just thank everybody who's ever appreciated me over the years. And hopefully I'll be back in the market in July. Otherwise, I'm going to be at Green Lake and... Maybe in downtown Fremont, you know, a couple of times between now and then, and support your local street performer. That's all I can say. Support your local musician and entertainer in general. I mean, I, I feel for all the entertainers here who have been in dire straits for this past whatever 16 months. With that said, I will say thank you very much for your time, and uh, I would love to hear.
hear you play some more music. Sure. tried in vain to make some sense to try to explain. There is no life to just give it up. Some people are rotten, some people suck. Bask in the applause of psychophants. You fork over every toxic rant. It comes in the form of a sociopath. Scapegoating everything in its path. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, a virus throughout the land. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, infecting every child, woman, and man.
That's it for this episode of Genre Neutral, the only podcast that prospects the depths of sound and artistry for dope gems that inspire. Connecting you with new cultures, fresh music, and the most hyphy perspectives on life. I'm your host as always, Duckman. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Be sure to check out Genre Neutral on all social platforms.